Hello everyone, and welcome to another beer review. Although I'm thinking about giving this up with some of the fucking beers I've been tasting for some period of time. It's unbelievable. Anyway, I kick-started the Yorkshire series again, because it didn't have a particularly good start, if you haven't seen the videos, but it didn't have a particularly good start. So I kick-started it. And uh, I did the No Spring from Timothy Taylor. I thought, oh, that'd be a good one to start. Yeah, it was a disaster. And then, of course, I've kick-started the Scotty series again. And I went for Bitter and Twisties for the Harveston Brewery. <laughs> that was a bloody disaster as well. Jesus God, so... Fucking knows. So, we're going to try and kick-start it again. So we're starting with the Yorkshire series. We're going to kick-start it again. Jesus, there's more bloody start, false starts than bloody Linford Christie. Anyway, so today we're doing one from the Acorn Brewery. Now this was recommended, the Acorn Brewery, by a few of the, the viewers. And it's brewed in Barnsley. And it's Barnsley Gold. Lovely. Can I kick a ball again? I want to catch it. I'm going to go away. Lovely. Turned out nice again. But anyway... If, if I haven't offended everybody from Yorkshire, Lancashire and everything else around about that fucking area, then uh, I'll keep trying. Um, so yeah, so it's from the Acorn Brewery. It's outstanding crafted Barnsley Gold, premium golden ale. It's 4.3%. It's around about £2 a bottle. Is there any stuff in the back of it? Well, well, they're, they're modest people in Barnsley. I think I'm sure. I'll be totally honest, the last time I was in Barnsley was in the early noughties. And I ended up, I was in a fucking cage. <laughs> so I was. I had to go and deal with a machine that was in an American kind of uh, employment company called Labour Ready at the time. And it was basically, you know, daily kind of um, labour so basically you did a day's work you get a day's pay and uh, this is in Barnsley and I was sent there I was down in that area kind of helping out and they said can you go and have a look at this machine in Barnsley it's playing up and it was having a labour ready and I'd never been to a labour ready one before and it was an American company so what they do is uh, you do a day's work and you get a day's pay and most of them are basically providing labour and kind of things like that for building sites so you turn up in the morning, they give you all your safety gears, drive you over to whichever site you're working on and then you're passed over to the foreman and then he knocks the fuck out of you and tells you what, what you're not doing, what, what you should be doing and and just basically rage you for the rest of the day. And uh, then you basically come back and uh, you basically get your code for your day's work and then you will put it in this machine and it'll give you a pay slip and your cash, there you go. Well, unfortunately, this machine wasn't giving out the cash. So I had a lot of, and of course, there's quite a lot of drug junkies and drug users and everything else that are using it. And they're only just doing it, they're turning up to provide a shadow for proper workers on site. And they're just looking to try and get some money to buy drugs. And of course, they're all sitting there twitching like fuck because they want their drugs. And uh, they've got this... It's a bit like an ATM. In fact, it really is. It's a kind of an ATM that's been kind of uh, repurposed as uh, 
<laughs> this kind of payment machine, this wages payment machine. And it's not giving out any money, so of course I'm in there. Now the problem is, though, always the type of people you get in there, they've actually got this blue metal cage with bars and everything else all basically around the machine to protect it so nobody starts kicking the fuck out of it if they don't get the money they expected or they don't get any money at all, as in this case. From that point of view, so of course, there's a case of, there's the keys, on you go, Sam. What? Oh, for fuck's sake, here we go. So of course, I've got to go in, open it all up, Lock myself in the bloody thing, just in case anybody decides to bloody attack me while I'm in the bloody thing. So, of course, I'm now in this fucking cage, <laughs> trying to fix this machine. There's all these twitching junkies running about us, waiting for me to fix the machine so they can get the money and get the fix. You know what I mean? That type of stuff. They're all, they're all mid-vinegar stroke, you know? Fucking Jesus. Uh, and that's my kind of lasting memory of Barnsley. <laughs> so, Barnsley gold. Yeah, not the fucking labour idiot, wasn't but anyway, they're quite simple in Barnsley because all they've just got is Barnsley gold, ingredients, water, malted barley, wheat, hops and yeast. It's got Maris Otter, um, malts, crystal malts and a bit of wheat. They've got UK Challenger, Goldens and USA Crystal hops and they've got golden coloured ale, sharp, sharp bitterness, citrus aroma. And there you go, 4.3%, 500ml, and like I said, around about £2 a bottle. So the Acorn Brewery, like I said, was recommended to me. I didn't really know much about it, so let's let's learn. Every day's a school day, as they say. So here we go. And I put it in a stackable, more suitable for, for Barnsley, you know. Uh, I've got to admit, when I was driving into Barnsley and that type of stuff, it's not as bad as Wakefield. I remember going into Wakefield when it was down in that time. Fuck, that was depressing. Jesus. But I remember going into Barnsley thinking, this needs a bit of work, you know? Bit of investment, bit of work, boys, you know? Jesus. You know? Yeah, a bit depressing. They always say it's grim up fucking north. Well, Going by some of the actual buildings, I think that's probably the grimmest part. The people are never that grim. I always find the people quite kind of interesting, quite funny and that type of stuff. And uh, they're quite entertaining, I quite like them from that point of view. But, no, just the environment sometimes can be quite grim. And it just, it reflects on the area. And you think this could be so much better, basically, you know they got the right investment and, you know, government gave a shit, you know, that type of thing. But anyway, it's a little bit cloudy, as you can see. It's a bit cloudy. But what does it smell of? Oh, well, you're getting quite strong malts. They are getting quite a strong, kind of, slight sweet aroma. It's kind of tones of honey. So you are. Not really getting any hops, but yeah, getting plenty of malt. So let's see what it tastes like. Now we're talking. Right. 
put it this way there. Golden coloured. Well, kind of hazy golden, yeah, okay, fair enough. Sharp? Not really. I would say I've had sharper. Bitterness and citrus aroma. Well, maybe get, me, maybe get a bit of the aroma, but I couldn't really get that. Bitterness? Not really, no. Not really getting bitterness at all. Quite nice, quite nice mouthfeel. Got not bad a bit of body to it. There's accents of bitterness, so there is accents, but could probably have done with a little bit more. To be totally honest, I do like bitterness. This is a thing. I, and I, when I say I like bitterness, I like bitterness where it should be. And a lot of bitterness really should be in the aftertaste. I mean, you can get bitternesses in the mid-tongue and things like this, but you really want your pow bitterness really in your aftertaste. But, yeah, it's got a bit, bit of bitterness to it, but quite, quite subtle. But, yeah, you get plenty of pale bolts there. You're getting a light... Sweetness, and I'm talking a light sweetness. It's almost like an accent sweetness. It's that like. But it's nice because it's allowing you to pick up the subtle bitterness. I mean, the bitterness is quite subtle in the aftertaste, but because it's an accent sweetness, it was a more prominent sweetness than I think you really start to kill off the the subtle bitterness in the aftertaste. But in general, yes, yeah, it's, it's quite nice. It's it's an easy drinking ale. So it is. It's, it's easy drinking. Quite sessionable from that point of view. But I like it because it doesn't really have a predominant sweetness. It's got maltiness there, but it doesn't really have the, the kind of a sweetness that you would probably associate with that uh, kind of level of malt flavour especially like golden ale but yeah it could probably do with a little bit more floral tones and it could probably do with a bit more in the bitterness and the aftertaste but in general yeah it's actually not a bad beer right let's break them down Lots of malt at the start of the mouth. Lots of malt at the start of the mouth. With uh, with a little accent sweetness and a bit of grain. Moves on to the mid tongue. The malt slightly dissipates, but not that much. Again, you've still got a little bit of underlying sweetness. You're getting a little bit of floral, ever so slight, little accents of floral and little accents of green. But again, these flavours are very light, same with your accent sweetness. And again, the, the main predominant flavour is the malt, the pale malt in the mid-tongue. It moves on to the kind of aftertaste 
and within the aftertaste again you've got the light accent sweetness and you're now starting to get little accents of bitterness coming through. The little hint of floral is still there but you've still got a bit of malt there. The malt hasn't completely dissipated in the aftertaste so you've still got a bit of malt and I think if the malt had been dialed back a little bit in the aftertaste then it might have made the, the bitterness a bit more prominent and a bit stronger because I just feel it's just slightly lacking. It needs a bit more bitterness in the aftertaste but it's there. It's it's light and subtle, but the accents are there. And in general, yeah, you're getting slight levels of slight little honey tones in the aftertaste as well. Little honey tones. But in general, yeah, it's actually not a bad beer. It's quite an easy drinking beer. It's one of these ones that, yeah, you can have a right good session on. Not from the bottle. This is the type of beer that if I could get it on cask and sit in a pub and I could, I, you know, it's like, you know, sometimes, I don't know if they do this in England. Maybe they do. But it used to be Sundays when you were young and single. Sundays was a wasteful day because there was nothing you really could do. You didn't want to commit yourself because you knew you'd work the next day and everything else. So what I used to do with a lot of friends, I used to go down to the pub for breakfast. So you go down to the pub for breakfast and uh, you'd have breakfast with coffee and orange juice and everything else and that type of stuff. And then once all the breakfast is all done and completed, you would sit back and go through all the Sunday papers. So you'd bring all the Sunday papers, which some of the pubs and that type of stuff would have multiple, um, well, a large selection with multiple copies of the Sunday papers and all the supplements and that, and you would go through them all. And it would give also good talking points because you'd be reading the kind of, uh, you'd maybe been at the football on the Saturday, so you'd be reading all the kind of uh, reviews and reports on the Saturday's games and you'd all be discussing it thinking well that bollocks I was there and that never happened up with the fucking game he was watching and all that fucking arsehole see that part in heaven what an arsehole he was eh played for Clyde fucking Jesus he was wearing crutches that boy anyway you know all that kind of stuff and uh, you know you would have a what we call a Sunday session beer so you'd be going up and say right what have you got what have you got for a, a Sunday so you want something that's easy drink, got a bit of flavour to it, got a bit of character, but something that's easy and sessional, and you'd be drinking that most of the day. You'd maybe stop, maybe have the odd different one just to kind of break up the monotony. But that would be your kind of main kind of beer until lunchtime. So yeah, so you'd be probably drinking from back in town. About 10 o'clock, so you'd be doing about two hours drinking, and of course it's Scottish drinking, that type of stuff, you know, so as the case is a crowd, you maybe seven or eight, and that type of stuff, so let's be totally honest, but by the time you get to lunch, you've had seven or eight pints rammed down your throat, you know, excuse me, and uh, you'll be thinking, right, what are we going to get for, for lunch, and that's what you do, you spend the whole day, you'll be watching the football and the television coming up afterwards, so... That's what you do, be old Sky Sports in the afternoon, and you'd maybe change in that, maybe a bit something a bit more livelier or something a bit more 
in your face or back into your kind of more normal kind of drinking style because the football's on and that type of stuff. And you're just getting a bit more G'd up and a bit more energetic. But that kind of Sunday morning period where you've had your breakfast, you're just perusing the papers, you're having a few pints, okay, six or seven, maybe eight, and that type of stuff up until the kind of lunchtime a bit. Well, it would be depending if it was a, a mid day game on then of course you'd have your lunch kind of early and uh, if there wasn't a game start until about two o'clock then of course you'd be having your lunch at about kind of half to one o'clock that type of thing so that's what it would be and this would be a good what we call Sunday morning session beer you could you may be proving the papers you're having a good old chin wag you know putting the whole wall to rights and all that type of stuff well chugging away in something like this and it'd just be really nice Not too gassy. Some nice flavours there. Nothing too in your face to make it kind of sickening or kind of make yourself kind of tired of it and things like that. And just in general. Yeah, I think that'd be a good Sunday session beer. Which is quite difficult to find. And that's what used to be determined. Sometimes we would go to pubs where we knew that the breakfast wasn't really up to scratch, but we knew they had a far better session beer to have afterwards. And then other times we're thinking, no, bugger it, I, I want a decent breakfast, so fuck your session beer. You know, we're just depending on how we feel it and who was more argumentative of where the hell we're going and meeting up, that type of thing. But yeah, I think that'd be quite good from that point of view. So, um... Yeah, I quite like it. Um, I just wish there was a little bit more bitterness to it, but it is Yorkshire. And I do like a Yorkshire bitter. And I like how Yorkshire breweries utilise malt a bit more than, than they do down south. So they appreciate malt a bit more. And, I, and of course, coming from Scotland, we are kind of malt lovers anyway. So, But yes... In Yorkshire, they do use the malts a bit more, but again, that's one of the reasons why I like Yorkshire bitters, because they do have a nice bitterness to it. They have the malts, they just, you know, they tick my boxes from that point of view. And I just wish that this had just a little bit more of the bitterness in the aftertaste. But in general, yeah, it's quite a nice beer. Would I recommend it? Yes, I would. I would recommend it. I don't know what it'd be like standing up to a kind of evening drinking. I don't know it would be strong enough to stand up to an evening drinking, but definitely a kind of a sessionable day drinking beer. Yeah. I think that would be nothing too strong flavour, just everything kind of nice. You know, kind of more traditional. Nice pint after a, a good English breakfast. Or just a good fry up, whatever, whatever you want to kind of call it, that type of stuff. Well, you don't get a tatty scone in an English breakfast, so you can shove that up your ass. <laughs> Do like a tatty scone. But yes, yeah, that's quite nice. And it has got nice kind of slight honey tones to it in the malt. And it's nice to have honey tones without an overbearing sweetness as well, which is quite nice. So yeah, so what would I give this out of 10? I'm going to give this a 6 out of 10. 
Nope, I'm going to give it a six and a half out of ten because I actually quite like it. It would probably get better with a bit more bitterness to it, and some of the flavour profiles were just a bit more stronger, just a bit too subtle. But there's a nice body to it, nice mouthfeel. It's nicely brewed. I do like the malt tones because I think sometimes there's a kind of trade-off that sometimes you get too much malt, you get too much sweetness with it as well. Whereas this is done nicely, where you're getting the malt flavours, but you're not getting the kind of too much of the sweetness. The sweetness is like an accent, so it's quite nice from that point of view. So it's slightly more savoury, but with the malt flavours, and again not many beers do that so that's quite nice so i would recommend it it's a six and a half out of ten it's very sessionable very drinkable i would recommend give it a go and see what you think and have a go on a sunday i mean seriously go and get yourself the papers get yourself a fry up come back whatever you need to do sit down there with the papers Crack open a bottle, the wife might start now. What the fuck are you doing? Just having a quiet beer with the papers, love, like a normal man should. In other words, don't listen to her, boys, get in there. And uh, get wired in, and I can guarantee you enjoy reading the papers, you'll enjoy having the smiley of this, and it'll just set you up nicely for an afternoon of football on the television. So, thanks for watching, cheers, and bye for now.